and final review which is for david gordon green's exorcist believer which um <clears throat> which i know a lot of you have uh seen the exorcist it's widely regarded as one of the scariest movies of all time mm. and with and this is also produced by a uh, blumhouse who they saw the success of gordon green's halloween and said you know what let's give him another shot and doing this with another franchise and I guess they just slung a dart at a board and just <laughs> this because so much of I think what Green did so well with Halloween and mm-hmm. a- as many gripes as I have with the other two movies in the trilogy, I understood what he was going for and I could admire it on that level. It was like yeah. I, I'm I'm like lukewarm on Halloween Kills. It's like there's some just very dumb character decisions in that movie that mm-hmm. really sour my opinion on that. But I'm, I'm really just rewatching. I'm really on the up with uh, Halloween Ends. I really dug oh yeah, man. I'm a defender. <laughs> yeah, I really dug what Green was going for with that movie and kind of how mm-hmm. how evil and how evil just of corrupts and affects people. Mm-hmm. But with The Exorcist Believer, it is a very frustrating movie because there is okay. so because. The movie opens up with uh, with the introduction to to uh, <clears throat> to Victor Fielding, who's played by the incredibly talented Leslie Odom Jr. And mm. he deals with this personal tragedy and this impossible to make choice that leads him into becoming a single father to his daughter uh, Angela, who's played by a uh, Lydia Jewett. And one day, it's like uh, she's uh, she's ask permission to go study at a friend's house after school and uh, they go off into the woods and they go missing for several days and something that works really well is green captures that fear and that anxiety and that horror of just being a parent and not knowing what is going on with your child mm. and that is My something that works, and that's something that works really well in the original uh the exorcist but i think where this movie goes off the rails and just really takes a dip into mediocrity is that this movie is selling itself so much on just on being a legacy sequel to the original exorcist Mm. and it really does fuck all with it (laughs) which is so disappointing because they make such a big deal about bringing back ellen burston who is reprising Mm. her role from the original movie and and i just played a clip of the trailer in the in our review and that's about all of her screen time Oh, that's disappointing. She's barely in the movie. And I think they even spoke about in interviews, it's like how much she did not want to be a part of this movie. And Blumhausen had to bribe her. They had to, it's like they made an offer. They doubled it. She said no. They tripled it. They said, she said no. They quadrupled it. She said no. Jeez. And it really shows in her performance because it just feels like she doesn't want to be there. Mm. and and uh, i'll give credit where it's due uh there are some cool filmmaking choices of in this it's like green really understands uh at least on on the technical aspects of what made the exorcist look really good it's like a very 
straightforward uh bare bones filmmaking it's like mm. a, not a lot of like huge stylistic choices it's like everything is shot really well the production design is really good the sound design is really good and the kids uh that you have uh like uh lydia jewett and uh and uh olivia o'neill who plays uh the other possessed girl in this their performances are really good and the voice okay. work uh and the voice work that you get from the demon that is possessing them it's all really well it's like a a lot lizzie johnston who plays a the demon Lamashu that's possessing mm. them. All of that works really well. But but because so much of the conceit of this movie it but well, let me play it. Glorious good morning to you on this Sunday. It is a very special day of worship. Put your foot down. The body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Where's Catherine? She left. For God, your blood was spilled and has flowed through the ages of time. For we know that, Father, Father, because of that blood, we were saved one day and claimed heaven as our home. Catherine, Catherine. So we praise you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. 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 The Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's, it's like I'll, I'll give credit where it's due because the, that kid's performance is so good. Yeah, it, but it's also a character that does not get any development because it's mostly mm. entire. It's almost entirely focused on uh, on Victor, who's uh, Leslie Odom Jr. and Angelo, who's played by uh, Lydia Jewett. It mm. feels like uh, it feels like Catherine, who's the other possessed girl, she doesn't get anything to do. It, oh, it feels like she really got the shaft as far as uh, as far as how this movie is structured, and something that yeah. I think uh, I think Green really fumbled the ball with because so much of the conceit of uh, this movie's exorcism is uh, is like it's like uh, because uh, <clears throat> because you have a. Uh, you have Ellen Burstyn, who's reprising her role as Chris McNeil. It's like, yeah, it's like after the events of the first movie, she studied every religion possible. She studied every single uh, mm. rite of exorcism. And it just leads into this really awkward scene of uh, of this discussion of faith that I don't think lands at all. Because it, it, they're trying to do this like whole conversation of... It's not like the specific right. It's the it's the love of community that is the biggest weapon against the devil. And I don't think mm. that, and it doesn't really work at all. And I think Green, especially with uh, with uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, I feel like he is really enamored by this idea of a community overcoming evil, yeah. which I I get in concept, and I think it works much better for Halloween than it does here. Because okay. so much of what made the Exorcist special is this uh, this mother who is just 
just helpless against this evil of that is afflicting your child and mm. feeling helpless and just going to the point of desperation to just turn to faith where she isn't really religious in her own right and they try to do that here but not enough is written for leslie odom to really sell that mm. in the original and we get like so much time with reagan and chris like before Exorcist mm -hmm. stuff starts popping off, so I can imagine how it doesn't really land for this one. Yeah, and and, and uh, credit where it's due. The first act I think is really solid. You get you get a little bit of the relationship between uh, between Victor and his daughter Angela. You, it feels mm -hmm. naturalistic, and it's one of the highlights that I think Green works really well in horror is really doing the legwork to get you to care about these characters. It's just the other child that's possessed gets nothing. Mm. and i really feel like you needed to spend more time with that character in order to make this and this movie is ultimately just disappointing because it yeah. has it doesn't really have anything original it is like we were talking about what talk to me is like doing this really fresh take on demonic possession even a movie mm. i uh, watched last year uh called a uh, called my best friend's exorcism it was like, e even if I wasn't crazy about that movie, I really dug how it uh, utilized the lens of possession. And here, it's like what made The Exorcist so special is like there wasn't a movie like that prior to it. it it's like it was such a lightning in a bottle that it, there's really no need to have a sequel or a follow-up to it. It was just this really lightning in a bottle film that is horrifying to watch and think about conceptually. And there really isn't anything here like that. It, it feels mm. like just a studio cash grab, which is really disappointing considering the work that uh, that Blumhouse does for horror. And especially with how much I adored Green's Halloween, mm -hmm. that it's really disappointing that I feel like he has some good technical filmmaking skills, but it feels like he was the wrong guy for this project. It's like, it's like I'll probably feel more mad about this now. But ultimately, I'm just disappointed with this movie, and I just gotta give this a, I just gotta give this a skip it. Wow. I was like, there's some cool aspects to this. Like I, like I loved Leslie Odom's performances. Like he's, you know, he's a Tony Award winning actor. He's gonna bring his A game to anything. Mm. And I really dug the performances of the two kid actors. Uh, uh, Lydia Jewett and Olivia O'Neill, who are playing uh, Angela and Catherine, respectively. But it almost feels like this movie is just dropping all the balls that it's given. Mm. And didn't they have like planned sequels already? Or yeah, I'm guessing that's they, probably yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, they announced. <laughs> yeah, and that's the biggest thing with uh, Blumhouse and these uh, horror legacy sequels. It's like. You don't even know if the first movie is going to be good. You don't even know mm. how people are going to react to this, and you're already announcing a trilogy. And that was yeah. that was one of the big uh, one of the big missteps with Green's Halloween trilogy. And you're doing it again. Yeah. It's like yeah. I it's like I, I I wasn't I was already not the biggest fan of The Exorcist. I rec I respected mm. on the technical filmmaking aspect, and I hear Exorcist Three is fantastic, but I mm. I haven't really seen it, but. This is a franchise that I really didn't have much of a personal connection to, and just off the strength of this movie, where you're really trying to sell me on uh, on the the legacy of this franchise, 
I couldn't give a fuck less about revisiting the original after watching this. Damn. Dropping the ball. Yeah, it's like as good as horror has been the last couple of years, like we said with 2022 and mm. this year with stuff like Talk to Me, stuff like uh, stuff like Scream 6, mm-hmm. it, it, this just feels like the a big letdown, especially because this is the movie that is opening up spooky season. It, it mm. came out the first week of October. It, it's just, yeah. fuck. Man. One thing I keep seeing is like, when people talk about this movie is like demons used to be meaner. And like, I just go back to, <laughs> I go back to evil dead rise also earlier this oh, year. Oh yeah. Another <laughs> movie that was like a great, a horror, mm-hmm. uh, horror entry. And, exactly. and a franchise entry that does something new with the, with the idea of the evil dead. And mm-hmm. this really doesn't have anything going for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was like that's my review for Exorcist Believer. It's a skip it. It was like I I want to be madder, but mm-hmm. it's like if I was expecting something good, then I probably would be. But this is just another run in the mill demon possession movie, which is already my least favorite subgenre of horror mm-hmm. because so much of these are just calling back to the Exorcist, and we had a great one this year with uh, the Pope's Exorcist. Which was Gosh, so much. Check that out. Which, even if I say that is like kind of a middling movie in quality, it's so much fun to watch just okay. purely off of Russell Crowe's performance that <laughs> it adds something fresh to this subgenre. That this movie, it there's nothing really going for it. It was like, hmm. fuck, I'm I'm amending my rating. This is a waste of film. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm. I'm I'm struggling to find stuff that I liked about this. Yeah. I, I, oh, it, the worst thing possible is seeing a movie and it feels like you wasted your time. And mm-hmm. this is for me. I'm no just, redeeming qualities that really over overtake those, you know, bad qualities. Yeah. It, it's like even even as uh e- even as much as I dislike Halloween kills, I can admire aspects of it. As much mm-hmm. as I dislike the Disliked uh, Halloween Ends when I first saw it. Uh, upon revisiting, it, it it's really grown on me. Yeah, even uh, stuff earlier this year, like The Nun Two, which I thought mm. was kind of mediocre. The third act of that movie is fucking fun. Okay, okay. But here it, it's it's just a waste of time, mm. which is really disappointing considering how much. Uh, how much leeway I give to a studio like Blumhouse and to a director like David Gordon Green, who made my favorite Halloween movie. Yeah, same. Me too. Bitch. It's like, Chad, did you find anything fun with this? Uh, let me know down in the comments mm-hmm. below. But but Exorcist Believer, it, it's it's edging on like my worst of the year list. Mm. <sighs> Oof. 